section twenty three part one chapter five continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain that check for four hundred thousand francs which he had brought from america was also worrying him the day before the bank had declined to pay it for lack of the customary official advice afterward they said that they had received the advice but did not give him the money that very afternoon when the trust companies had closed their doors the government had already declared a moratorium in order to prevent a general bankruptcy due to the general panic when would they pay him perhaps when the war which had not yet begun was ended perhaps never he had no other money available except the two thousand francs left over from his travelling expenses all of his friends were in the same distressing situation unable to draw on the sums which they had in the banks those who had any money were obliged to go from shop to shop or form in line at the bank doors in order to get a bill changed oh this war this stupid war in the champs-elysees they saw a man with a broad-brimmed hat who was walking slowly ahead of them and talking to himself argensola recognized him as he passed near the street lamp friend Chernoff upon returning their greeting the russian betrayed a slight odor of wine uninvited he had adjusted his steps to theirs accompanying them toward the arc de triomphe julio had merely exchanged silent nods with argensola's new acquaintance when encountering him in the vestibule but sadness softens the heart and makes us seek the friendship of the humble as a refreshing shelter tchernoff on the contrary looked at desnoyers as though he had known him all his life the man had interrupted his monologue heard only by the black masses of vegetation the blue shadows perforated by the reddish tremors of the street lights the summer night with its cupola of warm breezes and twinkling stars he took a few steps without saying anything as a mark of consideration to his companions and then renewed his arguments taking them up where he had broken off without offering any explanation as though he were still talking to himself and at this very minute they are shouting with enthusiasm the same as they are doing here honestly believing that they are going to defend their outraged country wishing to die for their families and firesides that nobody has threatened who are they tchernoff asked argensola the russian stared at him as though surprised at such a question they he said laconically the two understood they it could not be any one else i have lived ten years in germany he continued connecting up his words now that he had found himself listened to i was daily correspondent for a paper in berlin and i know these people passing along these thronged boulevards i have been seeing in my imagination what must be happening there at this hour they too are singing and shouting with enthusiasm as they wave their flags on the outside they seem just alike but oh what a difference within last night the people beset a few babblers in the boulevard who were yelling to berlin a slogan of bad memories and worse taste 
france does not wish conquests her only desire is to be respected to live in peace without humiliations or disturbances to-night two of the mobilized men said on leaving when we enter germany we are going to make it a republic a republic is not a perfect thing but it is better than living under an irresponsible monarchy by the grace of god it at least presupposes tranquillity and absence of the personal ambitions that disturb life i was impressed by the generous thought of these laboring men who instead of wishing to exterminate their enemies were planning to give them something better tchernoff remained silent a few minutes smiling ironically at the picture which his imagination was calling forth in berlin the masses are expressing their enthusiasm in the lofty phraseology befitting a superior people those in the lowest classes accustomed to console themselves for humiliations with a gross materialism are now crying nach paris we are going to drink champagne gratis the pietistic burgher ready to do anything to attain a new honor and the aristocracy which has given the world the greatest scandals of recent years are also shouting nach paris to them paris is the babylon of deadly sin the city of the moulin rouge and the restaurants of montmartre the only places that they know and my comrades of the social democracy they are also cheering but to another tune to-morrow to st petersburg russian ascendancy the menace of civilization must be obliterated the kaiser waving the tyranny of another country as a scarecrow to his people what a joke and the loud laugh of the russian sounded through the night like the noise of wooden clappers we are more civilized than the germans he said regaining his self-control desnoyers who had been listening with great interest now gave a start of surprise saying to himself this chernoff has been drinking civilization continued the socialist does not consist merely in great industry in many ships armies and numerous universities that only teach science that is material civilization there is another a superior one that elevates the soul and does not permit human dignity to suffer without protesting against continual humiliations a swiss living in his wooden chalet and considering himself the equal of the other men of his country is more civilized than the herr professor who gives precedence to a lieutenant or to a hamburg millionaire who in turn bends his neck like a lackey before those whose names are prefixed by alphone here the spaniard assented as though he could guess what tchernoff was going to say we russians endure great tyranny i know something about that i know the hunger and cold of siberia but opposed to our tyranny has always existed a revolutionary protest part of the nation is half barbarian but the rest has a superior mentality a lofty moral spirit which faces danger and sacrifice because of liberty and truth and germany who there has ever raised a protest in order to defend human rights what revolutions have ever broken out of prussia the land of the great despots frederick william the founder of militarism when he was tired of beating his wife and spitting in his children's plates used to sally forth thong in hand in order to cowhide those subjects who did not get out of his way in time his son frederick the great declared that he died bored to death with governing a nation of slaves 
in two centuries of prussian history one single revolution the barricades of eighteen forty eight a bad berlinish copy of the paris revolution and without any results bismarck corrected with a heavy hand so as to crush completely the last attempts at protest if such ever really existed and when his friends were threatening him with revolution the ferocious junker merely put his hands on his hips and roared with the most insolent of horse laughs a revolution in prussia nothing at all as he knew his people end of section twenty three recording by tony oliva albuquerque new mexico